another solid gold podcast and welcome to a really wet wednesday got to say it with all the w's yes it is wednesday at the time of recording at the moment but that doesn't matter because we do this on a weekly basis we of course being me melanie walker here in johannesburg where it's lovely lovely rain and jennifer baxter who is sitting in on Tebe in france looking a little chilly is it a bit cold over in europe at the moment jenny Hey Mel, hi. Um, it is. It's sunny here, but um, my kids have been sending me. It's minus five in Paris. It's minus four in London, um, and I think it's going to be one degree tomorrow here. So it's pretty awful. Which, um, which is also why it's so hard in Turkey at the moment. Oh in gosh, and how Syria. awful is that? Oh my it's nerve. So awful. I think the latest statistic is um, eight eight thousand seven hundred people have been lost by the earthquakes and um, and the snow is, you know, hampering rescue efforts, oh, the freezing man. cold. Um, on the on the sort of the good news front though is just typically gift of the givers is has already sent their people um i think 32 of them flew in the last 24 hours mm-hmm. over to turkey and um kasim borat he's he's one of the guys who we've um interviewed before mm-hmm. he's amazing volunteer works in um soweto normally doctor and he he was part of the vaccine research that was done in south africa um but anyway he just said keep us in your prayers and thoughts and it's the best of mankind are those that serve mankind absolutely was just a reminder there wouldn't it be um, nice so if politicians took that to heart it just shows that the majority of politicians are really, I'm saying the majority of politicians <laughs> are really not good people because they don't care about the people that they're supposed to be serving. So that less no, said about them. They're kind of narcissists, aren't they? They sort of, and, and a few psychopaths sprinkled in as well. Um, haven't you got Sona tomorrow? I'm boycotting it, and I think the rest of the country should be boycotting it too. We should not be switching on our radios, and it should not be switching on our TV because of load shedding. We should, I mean, there's just going to be this gross over-exuberance of people in really bad, expensive clothing walking on a red carpet. It's absolute nonsense. Um, There's a wonderful piece that was written, who was it that wrote it? Was it Rico from Madam and Eve? Um, I can't remember who. I saw it on on Facebook yesterday. Going that, you know... (sighs) Really, the press should actually be completely ignoring all of this, not taking photographs of the red carpet, not going, who, look at these people. We all look at them and think you're a bunch of wallies. And just saying, we have done enough that you people are not doing anything for our country. Don't expect us to look at you and think, oh, look how good they look on the red carpet. This is not a red carpet event. Okay. This is serious stuff where you as politicians should be actually sitting there and wearing black for the demise of our wonderful country. That's all I'm going to say about yeah. Sona. Did you okay. see this week we actually um, shared a video that has gone viral of a paramedic and her message to President Ramaphosa, where she basically swore um, in the end. But she just uh, detailed, because Sky News um, in mm. the UK, and which is broadcast internationally, interviewed her along with um, a couple of other people about the impact of load shedding in South Africa on the medical community. And, you know, even if they do allow the hospitals to stay on, you know, to continue having mm-hmm. electricity, which not all hospitals have. So you, you have babies who um, 
who can't be incubated and who pass away um, tragically, you know. And and this lady said how difficult it is. They're stuck in traffic because of the traffic lights. Traffic lights the robot's yeah. not working. Oh, I'm going to send you a uh, video it's, it's, I shot on my way here this morning. <laughs> of, oh, once again, a homeless man, a homeless guy directing the traffic at the corner of Republic and Jan Smuts Avenue because it is an absolute dog show and it becomes even worse when it's raining like it is in Johannesburg at the moment. But it, it's true. And apart from the fact that the paramedics are having to deal with such bad circumstances where they get held up at gunpoint, um, I mean, when they're going to go and try and help people, which is absolutely unacceptable. Then there was a story in one of the knock and drops yesterday about the state of, like, they've managed to get the Charlotte McPeke Hospital kind of running again, um, yeah. besides the parking problems. But then they realized how much copper cabling has been stolen. And they're putting it down to the fact they're actually going after the security company who's supposed to be stopping all of this happening. Um, it hasn't really affected the operation schedule, but I mean, we're talking about millions of rands worth of infrastructure being stolen from supposedly our flagship hospital in our country. So it's about time that people stop this. Just because the government acts like looters and thieves doesn't mean that everybody else should as well. Did, did you see the, yeah, no, 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 I, I'm with you. Did you see the photo of the guy at a hospital stealing copper cables, whatever, and he got stuck in the ceiling and had to be rescued? Well, I hope they arrested him and threw him into the darkest depths of hell, quite frankly. But, no, that's but you unacceptable. Know, now, Okay, um, um, it does remind me when you say, sorry, I was sort of getting thrown into hell there. Um, it does remind me, though, the, you know, former Springbok captain uh, Jean de Villiers, mm -hmm. uh, we've got a story that he, um, in par at a shop, he managed to track down a shoplifter. Um, the guy sort of snuck out the shop and he went after him and as soon as the guy saw he ran and Jean ran got him took him back to you the gotta shop you're going to try and but outrun Jean de Villiers one of the fastest wingers <laughs> ever and I, dude are you crazy yeah. <laughs> so 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 it's, an, it's interesting what you say about, you know, just because the politicians steal doesn't mean you should steal. So I understand part of, of what happened there, you know, and that mm -hmm. somebody who's stealing should. I just found the story a little bit sad. The guy had been stealing sweets. So I'm thinking, you know, either he's really hungry and mm -hmm. wants some sweets or he's got children. And if somebody's stealing sweets, yes, we should track them down. But wouldn't it be nice if we said, can I buy you some? You don't need to. You know what I mean? There's, there's something, mm. there's something else amiss. The, you know, that's not a hardened criminal. Or yet, although I know, you know, you start small, you get bigger. We got to look at the, I'm not sure the fact. How I feel. We got to look at the fact that the fish rots from the top, from the head. That's where it goes to. Okay, so <laughs> let's look at African let's thing. look at all the happy stuff. I mean, look, I'm you know I'm always going to have a go at the fact that these people are not actually doing what they've been in, basically are being employed to do, which is actually serve the nation. They're not; they're just serving yeah. themselves, and that that really gets my goat. So it's yeah. up to it's up to the citizens of the country to actually do the work that they should be doing, which is why homeless people direct the traffic when the traffic lights are out. <laughs> and and also, you know, it's not even just the citizens of the country. 
country that are doing the work, but also the people um, who live abroad now. Mm. And I'd like to say a huge thank you to South Africans abroad who stepped in in the last week. Um, Lisa Ashton, former BBC uh, presenter, who now has this amazing um, Mambaso Foundation in South Africa, we've spoken about mm. before. Mm. They look after orphan children, but, but now they even look after grannies. But they don't just look after them, they inspire them, educate them, take them to cultural events, you know, change their lives, vegetable gardens, etc. Anyway, one of their ladies had, was living in a shack with her five children a week ago. Um, because of load shedding, we may have spoken about this, there was a terrible um, surge when the, when the power came back on. Mm, her mm. shack caught fire, fire and her youngest down, yeah. baby died. Um, and so, so Lisa sent out a, a call for help to build a, a new home for her and furniture and everything. And, and I'm just so grateful to SA people, readers, uh, listeners, thank you, who have helped. And last night, Lisa sent us a fantastic message of gratitude to all of you. And um, the house has been built already. And today they're getting the furniture. Fantastic. So, um, that's that's yeah. really good. Making a difference. So thank you. There are certain things that make things happy. And I mean, especially, you know, hearing about the good things that other people do for others. And then, of course, um, the one thing that I woke up, uh, well, didn't wake up to this morning because I saw it yesterday, was the person who we talk about so often, Vata Kellerman. And, um, <laughs> his, you know, the fact that they, they won um, uh, the best global music performance um, with the song Baete. Yeah, at the Grammys. So that is Zex Bantwini, Nomtrebo, and Vota Kellerman, um, which, did, I mean, it's just absolutely fantastic. I'm so chuffed about that. One thing I did That's see, though, people were sitting and going, oh, Trevor, no, it's so awful. And that was mainly South Africans. I don't know what he did. I haven't watched <laughs> the Grammys. So I'm not going to weigh in on that, but I'm just really I chuffed. I don't know why they said that. I think it was, it was kind of to do with Harry Styles. And he, um, but Harry seemed to be grinning. They, they said, oh, Harry looked uncomfortable. I saw him laughing. Um, but, you know, he kind of made some comments about Harry looking even better in the knickers that girls throw at him than they oh, do. Oh, yeah, but he did do one of those pictures. I know, my kids yes, showed me yes. that stuff. And, and, he, and he went on about Harry being a sex symbol, and Harry has said he's not comfortable being a sex symbol. But he is. So, you can just ask my teenage daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then did you also see, um, he also made a joke about um, a Prince Harry's uh, crown jewels. He said to James Corden, he said, oh, now, and here's James Corden, who's proof that you can move from England to the US without having to reveal anything about your crown jewels. Crown jewels. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can't call <laughs> James Corden's crown jewels because, I mean, he doesn't have jewels and he doesn't wear a crown. Although, hasn't Harry given all of that up anyway? Well, I think he might have done now that he's gone out then done <laughs> ex- Remember, communication himself from the family. <laughs> Yeah, Remember, no, you can watch to. the interview on Showmax. You, you might just be, you might just learn something. You nope. never know. Nope, 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 nope. Got to give everyone a fair chance. If you're gonna, if you're gonna criticize them, at least hear their side. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I'm not interested. Oh, it sounds like you do. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying that you know James Corden doesn't have a crown or yes. jewels. So, you know, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. I refuse. Je refuse. Okay. All right. Okay. So now let's get on to rugby, which is the other thing that makes me really happy. Tell me what's happening in the rugby world. 
Well, um, there's a South African expat who made Scotland very proud. Um, he, he did one of the greatest tries ever at Twickenham, pulled it off, just amazing, a, um, a really long run. And um, people said, you know, he can run through walls. His name is Duane van der Merwe, but they were calling him Mac Duane. And, um, and of course, he's got a South African accent. He's, but he, he qualifies as Scottish because he's been there for three years playing for the Edinburgh club. Mm. So, um, so yeah, so Scotland beat England thanks to South Africans. And there's, there's others in the team as well. Um, and then if you're in New Zealand, on the 15th of July, uh, the Springboks will be playing the All Blacks. It's been confirmed um, at a, a, a stadium in Auckland. Okay. Well, that's good. Cool. I'm, I can't yeah. wait. But the, I'm always kind of torn. Oh, what, uh, yeah, what, yeah. what, 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 what? Yeah, no, 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 I have even bigger Springbok news. Oh, than go, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you want to say what you're torn No, I want to hear the big news. You'll know it. It's that um, Franz Malherbe got married and so oh, did yeah. um, Irvin Etzebeth. Etzebeth, but yeah. But I think that, but, but, the, but the best thing about Irvin's wedding, no, sorry, not the best thing about Irvin's wedding, but... Um, the most viral thing was um, Sio Colisi dancing. And, and, um, and I noticed he was dancing actually to Mango Groove's special star. So it was a really special South African moment, yeah. Yep, excellent. That's always a good thing. Always a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So what else have we got in the, that's good in the news from expats? How, how's things not, been going with your daughter in Rotterdam? Hey, so remember she was speaking to us last week, Cassie Jo, she was speaking to us mm. from the International Film Festival. Well, the movie that she mentioned with a that Adrian van Veek had co-directed and produced, mm. whatever, it won the short, um, short documentary, short film uh, Tiger Award. Um, an African film, not from South Africa, but still an African film uh, called um, About Boko Haram mm -hmm. actually won the entire film festival. Oh, amazing. And, and a 360-degree film that was filmed in Woodstock in Cape Town um, called No Place But Here was absolutely sold out. They had lots of screenings and it was all sold out. Um, did really well. It's sort of, um, there are these people in Cape Town who have uh, been evicted and now they've taken over an mm. old, unused hospital building. And so what these filmmakers did by doing 360 degree is that they're taking you inside. So it's like you're in there as well, rather than watching a movie where the camera's on the outside looking in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So... Um, it's really helping to break stereotypes. And, um, and the filmmakers said that the one interesting thing was they thought that they were taking this movie to Rotterdam to show what was happening in South Africa. But actually people there were telling them that similar things were happening to them. Mm -hmm. um, there have been evictions as well in Europe. People are also struggling and, you know, and the whole, to find we keep saying this. The whole world is a sheet of flame, but let it heat you up. Let it galvanize you. Let's go out there and behave like plants. Give them adverse conditions. They will blossom even brighter. And that's what we can do. All right. So what else have we got in the way that's local good news? And we need lots of good news. I'm, I'm, I, as I said, it's raining in Joburg, which is fantastic. Uh, you know, um, yeah. we're going to be looking into 
um, the fact that we might be going into another El Nino cycle, which means that there will be droughts coming up, so people need to really start learning how to use water wisely and not sit there and say, well, it's been raining, why don't we have any water? Well, the reason you don't have any water is because there's no power to pump the water to your house. It's got nothing to do with lack of water a lot of the time, but I think we might be going into that in, in a little while, so... And, and I think down in the in the Western Cape already, the, um, we had a story yesterday that they're already starting to talk again about day zero, which feels like we just yeah. got out of it. You know? Well, I mean, look, we are going to be going hopefully into the rainy season in the Western Cape. The Eastern Cape I mean, has just been an absolute nightmare, but I did see that it's been pouring with rain down in Queenstown, or what's it called these days? Kumani, that the Bongola oh, no. Dam over. In fact, there are people saying there's been floods and hopefully everybody's safe down in that area. So I hope so too, down in the Eastern yeah, Cape. Yeah. All right, so let's go on to something else with water, by the way. Um, We were talking about sailing last week. Um, Yes, I don't know what you're referring to. To How how did did, um, What's-His-Face do um, on his boat, Um, the singer? We were talking about sailing. Oh, but but he he was meant to be getting there today or tomorrow. Uh, Have we not heard whether he has or hasn't? I haven't. Okay. But have you? No, I haven't. I was just wondering if you had. Because I was wondering, oh, what's his name? <laughs> what's his name from um, um, Just Jinga? Very cool name. Yeah, Just Jinja. I can't remember. No. Oh, gosh, that's terrible. We'll have to remember what his name is. I can see his face and can't think of what his name is. It's ridiculous. It'll come to us. Anyway, so yeah. let's get on yeah. to... Oh, it starts with an A, doesn't it? Odd. Odd. Very, 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 very odd, Matthews. Yes, right. There we go. Yes, Sorry, odd. We, we got there eventually. The Earth Man. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And and on news of Mark Pilgrim, I don't know if you oh. saw um, a very uplifting story. He he had posted about um, how mm. he's getting so skinny, and um, and he and he said, but he still has his mindset. Mm on the vision he's walking on the beach with his beautiful family and their future golden retriever and golden retriever um organization mm, pause for uh, you rescue. therapy dogs yeah uh, yeah they're not the therapy dogs they're the the rescue ones no, okay golden retriever rescue they saw this and then they approached um pause for you therapy dog oh okay yeah, who actually happened to have one of their rescue dogs, um, a dog called Rudy, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, and they went around, they contacted the right people, and they went around to Mark Pilgrim's house um, and had the dogs there playing, swimming in the pool, and, you know, helping the visualization come true. Oh, lovely. Um, which is beautiful. And talking visualization, that's one of the things that, you know, when they won the Grammy Award, when the South Africans won the Grammy Award, uh, one of the producers said, you know, this didn't just happen. We mm. absolutely visualized and made this happen. It yeah. was, you know, they talked it into being. They, yeah, so very powerful stuff. Well, I, I talking have to say power, this one. <laughs> yeah, okay, what are we talking about? Oh, powerlessness. Talking power, but no, no, talking power, power, power. If you want power and you want to give power to the people, the job of ESCOM CEO is now open to, to Do apply. you think I could take you, that on? You could. Do you have an MBA? Oh, no. 
Because that'll help. About business. No, but I, I could you get it working. You have 15 years in senior management. <laughs> no. Not with your children, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been managing my children for 19 years. <laughs> um, no, but I, I could yeah, probably get it working better because I'd fire all of the, the I'd go and fire all of the driftwood. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. get people back in who know what they're doing. That would make a lot of sense. All right. So no. Okay. So that's not a job option for me. All right. Let's go. <laughs> I'll just stick with doing what I can do. You're gonna have to stay with me, Mal. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, no, it's fine. I would still do this anyway. We'd just do it from the, like flying in a helicopter over the pylons to go and see who's stealing what. Um, okay. Oh, by the way. So I was I was about yes. to say that I was I, I was really really sad and quite envious with all the people with their pictures of going to Sting's concert this weekend in Pretoria which I didn't manage to get to which I was so upset about but there's been so many great things happening I mean I saw the pictures of Jesse Clegg who he was the support for Imagine Dragons and I'm like okay I know I know who Jesse Clegg is and no idea about the Imagine Dragons couldn't mention one of their songs no way now they have the best songs in the world no, Sting the does. Best. Sorry. No, Sting no, does. No, 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 no. Sting did have. <laughs> no, still <He> had. <laughs> Yeah, they can be equal. But, but yeah, Sting was great in the 80s. Excuse anyway. me? Sting but, is still but, great. Let's not get into this, okay? You're wrong but, and I am right. No, 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 no. I agree. Sting comes here often, you know. We have a jazz festival in um, Joan Lapin, and Sting actually, he loves coming here. So we sit on the beach and listen. So I do love him as well. But Imagine Dragons are insane. You've got to listen to them. I, I love Jesse, Jesse Clegg. I love Jesse Clegg, his music. Every time his songs come on, I'm like, gosh, this is so good. Who is it? And I think, oh my gosh, it's Jenny, Jesse Clegg. And I, I really yeah. think he's absolutely phenomenal. He's so phenomenal and he's so humble and so filled with gratitude. And for a guy that's gone through such tragedy, you mm. know, his dad, uh, losing yeah. his dad and then losing his wife, his partner, um, and to just see him saying thank you, grateful, and how much he just loved performing. And, and South Africa was so great and responded so well to him. And talking about South Africans responding well, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw um, the guy, Rashid Khan, who was the um, captain of the Cape Town um, SA20 team. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2020 oh, so going dogs. on. <laughs> As we were saying last week, if anybody, you have oh, yeah, to listen yeah, yeah, to last yeah, 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 yeah. week to understand what we mean about yes. the hot dogs, okay? <laughs> so, so he was saying, he was saying that the South African, and so was Kevin Peterson, actually. Mm-hmm. They were just saying that the South African crowds were just amazing. To be playing cricket again, to packed um, grass and whatever. I don't want to say stadiums because it's not always stadiums, but, but you know, to packed capacity is just mm awesome the atmosphere as kevin peterson said you know this has been a shot in the arm for the proteas for the for the national games mm. as, well, as well matches as well and, and for um, and, and for Rashid. the people who are watching it the spectators because we need this yeah. kind of excitement and like getting That's out of our own of heads it. and being miserable and stuff like that but anyway yeah. Hmm. yeah rashid said that he he thinks um judging by the the crowd reaction that mm. it's going to become second only to india's premier league which is huge you know okay so so that's good because it it brings the excitement and it brings lots of money and good. everybody needs that yeah but, yes. and he said he'll be back next year and he'll be stronger next year yes um, as long as i mean wouldn't it be nice be if they, they thought about 
that tourism money that they were going to put into England, put it into the cricket here, and then we can actually get power, uh, you know, start using that one billion um, for getting infrastructure worked out. And then people would want to come here and come and watch night games because we would have power to for the spotlights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 yeah. good idea. Yeah. Good idea, you must tell them. You see, I should be the head of ESCOM. But then people would say, it's a blonde running it. It's going to be renamed Exdom. <laughs> or something like that anyway. Okay. And, and what have you got here about Leopard Hilton College Estate? What is that about? It's a wonderful sighting. So, you know Hilton College in KwaZulu-Natal? Yes, and you I have a friend who lives over the, the canyon. Yeah. Oh, divine. I used to live there. It's beautiful, beautiful. In fact, I think, so, her, I think her family owns most of the land in Hilton, actually, including where Hilton College itself is. Oh, wow. Well, there's, well, there's this wonderful nature reserve that mm. is part of the school grounds. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the school students noticed a leopard because he often goes into the bush himself. Um, um, and so he he spotted this leopard, told his teacher, and the teacher took photos. And it's really rare. They say if you see a leopard, it's because they want you to see them because they're normally so secretive and mm. not visible, you know. You see, now that's the right place for a big cat, okay? In a nature reserve, that's where you find leopards, <laughs> not tigers running yeah. down the streets of Johannesburg. It's no. like decup- decuplets. What do they call those babies that kind of were apparently happening yes. and disappeared? It's the same thing with this other tiger. There was another tiger spotted apparently, but just become a non-story. I don't know. You know, these things happen. <laughs> I see, what can I we see say? That, that editor. I see that editor resigned finally. Well, the yeah, we'll see what happens. One. Yeah. 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 Pete Mum. Pete, no, Pete. sorry, Pete. What's his name? <laughs> no. Pizza man, not manpara. Although we could say that. Okay, what have we got on? The, let's get on to something which is more entertaining, which is stuff we can actually watch and, and be entertained by. What has come up on your radar on the small screen? Well, there's lots coming up this month, but I thought I'll keep it for next week when it's closer and you're going to remember to watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so this week, just a reminder for you and your kids if they're around to watch the life and career of rugby legend Rassi, Rassi yeah. Erasmus. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched that yet. So that's on I Show haven't. Max. I um, love, I love Rassi. Okay, so watch that. We'll download it when there's, before there's load shedding and then watch it. Um, and then on Netflix, I don't know if you've watched um, Pamela, a love story about Pamela... Anderson. Anderson? I saw some Anderson? people have watched it already and they've been putting it up thinking they were going to be watching this thing, which is just going to froth and everything. And they were quite pleasantly surprised about what a tough cookie she is. And I mean, she really, uh, for me, it's been... I've always liked her, especially don't call me babe. You know, I mean, she was she was a caricature of what she should, and she completely played it. But I've always thought that she's a very savvy person. You know, she's not only tough and everything, but she's so calm inside. It's mm, just, mm. it's just incredible when it when the when the documentary ends, and you know, she does it with no makeup on. She just. Mm. Is and when it ends, you're sort of like, oh no, give me another few hours, you know. Mm, mm. Just really, really interesting. So, so she's she's 
She's going out there for all the blondes. Fantastic. I'll definitely give that a watch. Okay. And, and also, new and returning subscribers who pay for one month of Showmax will receive a second month at no extra cost. So I keep hearing. What happens <laughs> for those of us who have already got Showmax? And they're not going to give us a free month as well? I know. You <laughs> Do I have to leave to and come back again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Now, that Superworm. And then there's also Superworm. What is Superworm? Superworm is direct. It's it's yet another um, animated movie. It's for kids. Ah. Uh, yet another animated movie by um, based on one of those books by Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler. You know mm-hmm. they they've won so many awards. South African companies have been involved in the animation, and this time it's um, two South Africans who have directed it, and it's yeah. already up for Kids Screen Awards this month or next month, and the Annie Awards, which are like the animated awards and it okay. starts on Showmax on the 9th of February oh awesome okay we'll keep an eye out for that although it may be a little bit young for my kids we'll check it out why not alright so what have we got coming up on sapeople.com for the next week a fantastically celebratory video by um, a couple of South Africans Devon and um, Shavala. They they call themselves Dev and Shev And for the last three years, so since uh, the pandemic began, they have been making YouTube videos of South Africans abroad in Asia. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then in the last month, they went home to South Africa. And so it's just wonderful for them to fall in love with and to see their beautiful country again through fresh eyes. Um, it's, it's a real feel good. Uh, we've got that. Then we'll be having obviously the Midmar Mile, um, Results, which is this yeah. weekend. I think it's the largest outdoor open air swimming race in the world. Yeah, I've got a couple of people um, who, are, who come to my classes who are actually swimming it. I'm like, well, you're crazy, but I enjoy it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think Mark Fish, the guy, um, he was a Bafana Bafana legend. Yes. He'll be swimming it for the sixth or seventh time, raising money He's for charity. He's a very naughty boy, but he'd always refer to me as Miss Walker. <laughs> <laughs> You both have names that are nouns. Yes. Walk. I'm very jealous. Um, then, <laughs> I've never and thought then, of and that then... before. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me while I snort. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, and then we've got a, uh, uh, I hope this is going to have a happy ending story um, about an, an Irish nurse who contacted us. Mm-hmm. She's about to turn 60. And many years ago, like over 30 years ago, she was in South Africa. And it's the only time in her entire career as a nurse that she actually befriended the people that she was looking, taking care of. Um, And it was a South African couple who had already lost one child to a rare genetic disorder. Mm. And now she had to nurse the second one. and when she left to go back to Ireland, the family gave her a bottle of wine from their cellar and said, open this when you have a special moment in your life. And she wants to open it on her 60th birthday. And she'd like to get hold of them to tell them that she's never forgotten them. And she held on to that bottle of wine all these years. Who are these people? How do we get hold of them? Well, we're going to do the story today. And, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll keep and an eye out for it. Hopefully, we track them down. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. No, that we will put that out far and wide and see if our wonderful South African population are prepared to help and and make a happy ending come true.
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jen, it's been so lovely chatting to you. And the nice thing is I get to do it all again next week. So for those of you who have some fantastic stories or would like to share your stories or photos, please do do so on SA People on Facebook. And, of course, you can get hold of Jenny on sapeople.com. And um, we're always looking for the good things that South Africans do, whether it's at home or abroad. Jen, we'll catch up with you again next week. You take good care of yourself. Give your kids a hug and uh, stay warm. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We'll catch you again next week. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast.